who they hire. I've seen Blake Baker's name thrown That's around. That's a great name. I think Blake. He's an alum. Yes, okay, he is an alum, and I know he married a girl from the area. Yes, I think she um, played soccer at LSU. but He did. It was my brother's high school sweetheart. Oh, sorry That's about it. that. Uh, no, 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 they, they, they've, they've all, she's moved on. Um, yeah. I've yeah. seen Joe Sloan's played, name. Uh, I've seen uh, John, John Sumrall from Troy. They, they're going to have a good candidate. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Um, so I'm anxious to see. I think Blake would be a good name. Uh, I would not be surprised if Rich Rodriguez's his name. Oh. Came up because. Hasn't he been there a, before? Okay, listen Listen to this interesting scenario. I'll never forget this as long as I live. Tommy Bowden. Yes. Goes undefeated. Right? Goes undefeated at Tulane. Sean King? Get, get, with Sean King. Gets the job at Clemson. It, it is assumed that Rich Rodriguez is going to be the head coach. Okay. Shows up to the presser in a green sports coat. I want to hear Chris Selfo be named the head coach of the Tulane Greenways. Really? Yep. Like, on the spot, he found out he wasn't the guy. Yep. Oh, he'll never, never come forget back. it. He'll never There's come a, back. Well, but all I was saying was different people in charge. Now. Okay. Let me ask you: Could you imagine that happening right now? Oh, that's that's. Why do you go? Why do you go before you know? The ultimate slap in the face. That yeah, I, would I be epic to happen in this era of social media. Oh yeah, I, mean, I remember the pictures of the Picayune. So Rich Rodriguez standing there in a green sports coat, like, "Hey, I'm the guy," but you're not. Golly, it's almost as bad as uh. Well, it's not. That's worse than. Uh, them having the camera on Michigan when they found out they were playing Alabama. Not a great look for the uh, Wolverines. No, I think they should have uh, said, hey, cameras need to be off in here. Yeah, uh, not good. Um, real quick, uh, ULM, if you're just joining us, it is official. Bryant Vincent is the new head coach of the ULM Warhawks again. It is official. He will have his press conference tomorrow at 11 a.m. in the library. Uh, Bryant Vincent is, uh, I think he's probably known most for what he did in his time at UAB when he was the interim coach when Bill Clark stepped down because of his back issues. He led the team to a 7-6 and six season and a, uh, a trip to the Bahamas Bowl. In BC, we had mentioned this earlier. Uh, obviously, we know about him from what he did in his time at Conference USA at UAB. Whether it's UAB or New Mexico, his teams always seem to run the football well. Yeah, they sure do. And listen... I think they're gonna. It's easy, or I say it's easy. You're gonna have talent at the running back position. The, the question marks will be, uh, what can you do up front with that offensive line? Being uh, the quarterback. Oh yeah, you got to get the quarterback back. Uh, his name escapes me right now, but the freshman played. Blake well. Murphy. Yeah, Blake Murphy, the freshman played well uh, in some spot duty this past year, and uh, if you can get that offensive line fixed, I, I think they got a chance to be really good on offense, at least in year one. It's a double header for ULM against champion. Christian, mm, uh, thriller. The women, yeah, the women won one hundred and one to thirty-eight. They already played, so now Busy Butterback's bunch has won seven in a row. The men fixing the tip off against Fantu and Coliseum. Champion Christian is a name we've said a bunch lately. Out of um, Hot Springs mm. was originally Champion Baptist College, and at one time Champion Bible. College. Are they a bunch of retirees or are they actually kids? I, 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 that I do not know. And also, <laughs> just 
just for grins and giggles, McNeese State takes on the Mississippi College for Women tonight. But it's a men's but, game. But they're men's team. Oh, that Mississippi College for Women's really good at men too. The trash talk during the game has got to be just unbelievable. The Mississippi College for Women men are playing McNeese tonight. What a time to be alive. Uh, hold on real quick. I'm looking it up. Surely Will Wade's getting close to returning. Yeah, this is his last game out. Yeah. So, hey, hasn't the interim coach earned enough to get a job somewhere? He's you would done, think? done the job. Yeah, you would think he's done a tremendous job. They've lost two games. Yeah, seven and two. Quite the job uh, performance by him. All right, coming up next, Bleed Tech Blue with Beck, D.C., and Tabor. For all those guys, I'm Sean Fox. We'll see you tomorrow for another edition of The Company. This has been The Sports Company with Sean Fox, presented by Bud Light. Come back every weekday, 3 to 6 p.m., for more Sports Company on Sports Talk 977. The magic of Christmas comes alive in Jonesboro, Louisiana. Christmas Wonderland in the Pines is a sparkling, enchanting destination for the whole family to enjoy. Plan a trip to see the town lit up with millions and millions of gorgeous miniature Christmas lights. And no visit is complete without taking a ride in a magical horse-drawn carriage. Rides will be available every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night through December 23rd. And kids, make sure you bring your wish list because Santa Claus will be in his famous Santa house in the Christmas park from 5 until 9 on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights through December 23rd before he has to leave to go back to the North Pole. So make this a memorable, magical Christmas season. Bring everyone and come enjoy Christmas Wonderland in the Pines in Jonesboro, Louisiana. On Fox Sports Radio, this is Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. Jordan Love looks good, man. And this looks like a team that's going to be a playoff team. You know, Jordan Love has had to kind of evolve into the quarterback they need him to be in order for them to be competitive. Like, he's, he's had to this year. Without him, like, they're probably not still in the conversation right now for the playoffs. And I'll put it this way. Go look at his first, before this game, his first 11 starts. I almost feel like the Kansas City Chiefs come into games this year or anymore where you have to play the reputation before you even play the team. They didn't look, Green Bay that is, look in the least bit bothered that they were playing against one of the best teams in the league. Matt LaFleur's career record in December is now 16-8. Two pros, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and a cup of Joe. Jonas Knox, 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. You can start your morning this way. 
Or start your morning with these guys. Hell yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Two pros. LeVar Arrington. The man, the myth, the legend in person. Brady Quinn. Once they got the ball, they were going to make enough plays to go win that game. Yeah. Brock. One Joe. Jonas Knox. Don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's two pros and a cup of Joe. It's cool. Weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Uh, uh, come on. on Fox Sports Radio. Each week, WWE Friday Night SmackDown is live on Fox. Catch the high-flying superstars as they compete for supremacy in the ring. It's Friday Night SmackDown at 8 Eastern on Fox and the Fox Sports app. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubak Rustin Monroe, 97.7. It's time for the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech sports news. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 97.7 is also brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Dairy Queen. Text us at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Aids, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. Coming to you live on this Tuesday, December 5th. You can get us on the hotline or the text line, 888 Excited to chat with you over the next 90 minutes about all things Louisiana Tech Athletics. Beck Haynes, it's good to see you, sir. Yeah, it's good to be here, BC. Got a new gas station in town. Oh, we're hitting it up. The old quick trip. Yeah. Really impressed with the QT. I'm not going to lie to you. Shameless plug. We're not sponsored by them. Uh, Two, five, five, five thousand, and you can be. <laughs> I might. I'd be, line, tapes. I'd be interested in sponsoring them because <laughs> I like them so much. Uh, it's been open about five days, and I think you and Taves have made about 22 trips. This show's for free, basically. It's what I, I got to do this show to cover my bill. Yeah. Fair enough. From the QT. <laughs> we might should do a live show out there one It's day. a little paralysis by analysis when you go Too in many there. options. Too many options, and they all look delicious. It's okay. clean. My favorite thing about the QT tapes, big parking lot. Okay. They're in a, they're in a gas station in town with a small parking lot. I mean or with a big bigger, parking lot. Bigger parking except lot. Except this one. Yeah. Usually I'm playing Tetris, playing Frogger, weaving in and out. <laughs> this one I just, I got options. I love a Frogger reference oh. one minute in. Yeah. So we got a lot to get into tonight. We got first off, we got Chris Vanini with the Athletic coming up at six forty-five. Uh, don't know if you heard, but Liberty is going to the Fiesta Bowl to take on Oregon. How, how about the Flames up in Lynchburg, Virginia? Shout out to you, Jamie Chadwell. Hey, let me ask you this. All right, you're the Flames. Okay, in the conversation for the worst mascot in college football. At least you know. Are the you? Mascot. I mean, you're undefeated. I mean, are you excited or are you looking at Conference USA and being like, we just, we just beat the JV of college football? Uh, th- first off, this conference is really good. It's not, and I understand that you have to do like this is what you have to do if you're a good team. You got to go twelve and zero. Yeah, they won ab- every game. Or average of their thirteen wins came by, I believe, a little over sixteen points a game. So they didn't play too many. Yeah, tight that's contests. what I'm saying. It's, it's just Sam it's, Houston gave them a game. I mean, again, you got to do what you got to do, and you got to play who's right in front of you. But probably not going to go get twelve and zero tatted on my back. You know. Well, I bet they're happy that they get to go to the Fiesta Bowl though. 
I guess that's what you're playing for. But then you set yourself up to you lose one game to a Conference USA opponent, then it's just bust. Back to the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Yep. Well, hey, they got to travel down to Ruston next year. But shout out to them. We got something coming I'm not trying to take anything away from them. Shout out to them. They did their job. Yeah, so Chris Vanese. A lot of teams can't do their job, Ben. Fair point. Even if it's an easy job, they can't do it. And they did it. So shout out to the Flames. I'm pretty disappointed in you and how down you are in competition in Conference USA. Well. I'm not a sun, sunshine pumper over here like you are. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so Chris Vanini joins us at 645. We'll talk about Liberty uh, getting into the, into the Fiesta Bowl. We'll talk about Conference USA's uh, performance over the course of the 2023 football season. We'll talk about the addition of the Blue Hens from Delaware. Uh, Judy spoke today. Uh, she said that the ratings numbers from these midweek games helped Conference USA double the ratings I uh, hate to tell her, but the uh, attendance was 15 times worse. But maybe she likes watching TV late at night. Okay, so if you're at school. She's not I, in bed. I don't know the answer to this. All right. But you're at school. You're losing out on, like, in-game revenue. I wonder. But that. you obviously are making – are you making more Do money? Do you make it up? That, that, on TV deal. Question. This is what I – yeah. The, the, you know, for that'd those, be my question. Do you make it up with your TV revenue? Like, is the, is the accountant at the Tech Sports Athletics sitting in, in their office going, man – we did better this year than last year. That's right, two, three, and nine seasons pretty comparable. Or do I like it the old way? Saturday games. I, I think that's the question I mean, that we all have. Judy's probably like patting herself on the back and being like, "Man, I doubled the ratings." But Judy, I'm gonna be honest. You can thank FanDuel. You can thank DraftKings. You can thank Barstool. Whatever you want to think. Like that's why people are watching on a Tuesday night. <laughs> That's from, why. You heard it from the man himself. Um, let's see what else we got to get into. Uh, see the new head coach out at UTEP. Our boy Scotty Walton's back in the FBS game. No I'm, former I'm, interim at Southern Miss. I'm going to give out some props all night long. Props to Scotty Walton. He's the most insane person I've ever seen on the sidelines. It gets jacked. This was the Luke Anthony game? Yes. The, his first game as a Bulldog and had a last second touchdown to our boy Griffin in the end zone. A little... Little toe tap. Shout out to you, A Bear. I think that was. I think that is in my top two biggest gambling wins on that play right there. Well, good to hear. Yep. So I'm big, big Still Luke Anthony. Off of it. Yeah, big Scott. I, he, Scotty's part of my memories, my good memories. But he is. He had a quote this week that I don't drink coffee. I wake up jacked. That is. Did an, he say that? Yeah, he did. He, they asked him about his caffeine intake, That's and he incredible. said, "I don't drink coffee. I wake up jacked." <laughs> no truer statement. The guy is. The guy is. Is on something all day long. I mean, he's just next level, and you got to believe he's he a player's coach. Juice. He brings the juice. So he's thirty-four and twenty as a head coach. He's been the head football coach at Austin P. Uh, from twenty twenty-one to twenty twenty-three. Went nine and three with Austin P. This year. I mean, good for him. Yeah, doing a good job. So Scotty, I mean, Wall young guy, right? He's, how old is he now? He's thirty-three now. Thirty-four years old. Thirty-four. He was has at the been time. a head coach since. T- well, first off, he spent the twenty sixteen season. So what was that eight years ago? As a twenty six year old at ETBU, head coach. Yeah, led him to a seven to three record. Yeah, the the youngest head coach in Division one history, right? Has to be. No, I think he is. Okay. Uh, was was. Uh, let's see what else we got to get into tonight. We got to tell. But you- that's interesting that they're gonna you're gonna bring a lot of hype into UTEP. Because I feel like UTEP games are pretty calm. Might have to take them off the snoozer of the week. I mean, they've they've it's held that record for four years now. 
you know, if you're a cameraman, forty eight straight games. If you're a cameraman, you love you love Scotty. He's he's constant. He keeps you moving. Yeah, he's, he's constant like film. I mean, he just to go from Dana Dimmel, like seventy seven years old, to Scotty Walden who wakes up jacked. Got to be electric out there in El Paso yeah, the, the, tonight. The players are really in for quite the shift of culture. Well, they got like seventy two players in the portal. Oh, so new team, to, anyways. Yeah, so he'll have to convince them to, to come back. Uh, Duck and Dogs in action tonight, 6.30 p.m. ESPN Plus against Stephen F. Austin. Uh, we might do a little bit of a watch party inside the Sports Talk 97.7 studios. Beck, I've been thinking, we kind of tossed this idea around. Could you imagine a watch party with me and you watching a road football game? Yeah. That would be electric. It, it might be. Um, it might be. That's a bold move to like say that say that you're you're entertaining enough to be watched as you watch something. I think it's probably harder than you think. Uh, I think I'm pretty entertaining. I think we'd have to. We can't you say. You ever heard me on a post game show? Yeah, but you can't say what you want to say. Oh, I'll say it if it's on Facebook Live. You, you won't say. Your mom will be watching. She'll be texting and say, "Don't say that, Ben." Well, fair enough. Uh, so that's coming up at six thirty. Lady Texters uh, dropped their sixth game in a row. On Sunday at Vanderbilt, I think it was an eight-point loss. Annalore Robertson had 27-burger in that one. Uh, Texas now 2-6 and six overall. They'll be back in action, I believe, Thursday night on the road in Fayetteville at Arkansas. That's the latest on the Lady Texas. Uh Football news. All conference teams came out today. You want to hear the first team? Yeah. Smokey. Uh, Smoke Harris makes first team as a receiver, punt returner. Blake Oshendorf. Hey. Shout out to the punter. What an asset to the squad. Be- best punter we've had since Ryan Allen. I'm looking forward to watching him for years to come. He is something else. Really yeah. something. Looking forward to having him back in 2024. Uh, and then, of course, cornerback Willie Roberts. He put that number one jersey on this year, and he's, he, he earned it. Yeah, he did. Uh, second team all-conference, shout-out to DeMarcus Griffin-Taylor as kick returner. Shout-out to Baby Barnes. Had him on the show last week. Next thing you know, you look up, Baby Barnes in the portal. Yeah. Can't believe he did that to us. It's all right, Baby Barnes. I hope we didn't push him out. I hope he didn't leave the studio going, you know what? That gave me a lot to think about. Uh, wouldn't want to be blamed for that one. No. Um, uh, let's see what else. Honorable mention all-conference. Cyrus Allen. It's in the transfer portal. Uh, Jez Lord Boateng had a really good year transferring in from Akron. And then finally, Carson Bruno. Yeah, he's in the portal, too. A lot of guys with pulses in the portal. Yeah. Um, so, it's good to have those. What about third team? I know there's a third team. There's not. I, Beck, I was, I'm going to be honest with you. So, Conference USA played their championship game this last Friday. Liberty beat New Mexico State 49-35. Over crushed. You nailed it. Right, nailed it. Uh, I found it very odd that the conference did not announce the all-conference teams before the championship game, and now that the football season has ended within the conference, they announced the all-conference teams today. Very weird. Most conferences announce it right before their championship game. But it's just Judy's world. We live in it. That's something I've never paid attention to. Yes. Uh, because t- if I called my pops and I said, Dad, I'm second team all-conference, he'd be like, what in the world? Get, why did you waste the minutes on calling me to tell me your second team, oh, your you know, first I, loser I, all conference? I, I 
fine with first and second team. I'm out. He'd be like, hey, call me when you're in the SEC, son. All right, call me when you get second second team. SEC. Well, as Joey Fresh would be like, call me when you're at Mississippi State. Second team all conference, which means like you didn't get hurt. You know, like you played a couple snaps and you didn't get hurt. Fair. Uh, unnamed texture says uh, former Vanderbilt coach. Derek Mason, rumored to be the new head coach at Middle Tennessee. Yeah, he's in addition to Conference USA. Derek Mason uh, spent eight years, I believe, as the head coach at Vanderbilt, where he went 27-55. and 55. So, as we sit here in Ruston, Louisiana, on this Tuesday, December the 5th, it is a dub that Middle Tennessee has hired a dude that's 27-55. and 55. Because he doesn't know what a whole lot of winning looks like. No, he doesn't. And I hope he's not listening to this podcast. Derek, I'm sorry if you do listen to this podcast later this week. Uh, don't wish you a ton of luck going to our biggest rival within the league, Middle Tennessee. Biggest rival? Yeah, easily. Who else would it be? <laughs> Western Kentucky? UTEP? FIU? I don't know. I feel like it's probably UTEP. Okay. But I like to say that because we win sometimes against UTEP. <laughs> Rivals are more fun when you win. It's a fair point. It's a fair point. Oh, man. So many different angles. Did you see the news out of college football today? What you got? So, Charlie Baker, the new head of the NCAA, he has proposed a new division of college football, which basically boils down to it keeps everyone in the the umbrella of the NCAA. Okay. But if you're in this new subdivision of the NCAA, you pay... NIL money. The school can now pay NIL money. You can pay. You have to be in it. You have to pay at least half of your student athletes. So if you got three hundred athletes on campus, you have to pay a hundred and fifty of them at least thirty thousand a year. Okay. On top of their scholarship. So this is in order to be in this conference in this subdivision. So essentially, they're trying to, in a way separate Power Five into their own subdivision. Oh, rich schools versus the poor schools. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're Louisiana Tech, you got 300 athletes, you have to pay at least half of them, and you got to abide by Title IX rules. Like, you can't just pick out 150 males. Hmm. got to be the same number of females as males. Okay. Uh, if you had 150, 30 grand a year, it's $4.5 million. If you want to play with the big boys. So what do you do for schools that got a lot of money but not good football? They can choose not to be in it. Yeah. Like Stanford. They probably got money. Yeah, but Stanford, they're probably going to choose to be in it. The Cardinals. just get worked. Oh, yeah, they'll get worked. Hey. They've been getting worked for years since Jim Harbaugh left. Tiger Bachmeyer's there, though. Shout out to Tiger. All right, let's go ahead and take our first time out. We come back for the break. We got $10 in the transfer portal. We're going to evaluate the uh, positives of it. We're going to evaluate the negatives of it. We'll probably, I don't know. Take a look at some needs for the 2024 roster. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Sports Talk 97.7. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is Anna Robertson with the Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender member FDIC. It's bow time. 
Get fired up tonight because Bojangles has your family meal covered. Always scratch made, always by hand. Not in a microwave oven, but an oven oven. Biscuits baked 49 steps fluffy, chicken marinated 12 hours bold, and more fresh made fixings to choose from. We've got the cooking tonight so you can enjoy more time with your family and more home cooking for your money. Order your family meal on the app tonight. It's Bo time. Bojangles is now offering bone-in chicken on Louisville Avenue in Monroe and Farwell Highway in Ruston. Attention Bulldog baseball fans, the time is now to renew your season tickets for the 2024 campaign. The deadline for existing Bulldog baseball season ticket holders to reclaim their seats is December the 15th. Just call the LaTeX ticket office at 318-257-3631. Coach Lane Burroughs and the Dogs home schedule features 31 games at the Love Shack, including a three-game series against Southern Miss and 15 CUSA contests. Season ticket holders are guaranteed the chance to purchase tickets for the 2024 CUSA Tournament hosted at J.C. Love Field from May 22nd through the 26th. Be sure to ask about premium group sales areas, including the Hot Corner, the Home Plate Suite, and the brand new Bulldog Backstop located on the concourse behind Home Plate. Jump on the lane train for what should be a fun Diamond Dogs ride in 2024. Call 318-257-3631 today. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries, just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. All right, boys, before we get into the Tech players that are in the transfer report, i got to ask you, college football playoff, final four, top four, best four, four favorites got announced on Sunday at 11 a.m. Number one, you got Michigan. Number two, you got Washington. I don't care about Washington. Number three, you got the Longhorns, hook them. And then number four, uh, you got Alabama. Uh, by the way, hold on real quick. Did y'all see that Longhorn that got killed on o- oh, Oklahoma, yes. State, Oklahoma State's Dude, you know uh, frat house? Yeah. Did you, you see what Quinn Ewers oh, posted? Unbelievable. It was like jog- I got a good laugh out of it. Jogging into the, it was a picture of them like running into the field, right? Yeah. The smoke and everything. He said, do it for Bebo's cousin. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. All right. Did the committee get it right? <sighs> yes, I, I think so. Do I think it's fair? No. Uh, am I? Su- I'm surprised. I don't know if you saw the odds after the game. Alabama was like, I'm sorry, Florida State was like minus eight fifty yeah, to like get in, which is favorites. huge favorite. And then throughout the night, the the conspiracy theory is that ESPN ran uh, all night coverage uh, talking about Alabama getting in, and then by the time the morning happens where they announced, it was like minus one ten, basically a toss up. So. Let's let's just. I mean, the facts are the facts here. Like this is this is a money decision. Uh, ESPN has a huge uh, pool in this. Uh, they they've come up with a number of how bad it would hurt them if they didn't put Alabama in, and they did not like that number, uh, and and they made it happen. Now, do I think like it's unfortunate if you're FSU or an FSU fan? I feel for you. Like it. I do. It, I feel bad it for absolutely, you. Claire. It stinks. Okay, I, it stinks. I feel bad for Florida State, but I'll be honest, I didn't want to watch them. I'm a consumer. I don't want to watch them. I watched the game against Louisville the other night. It was awful. Uh, it was yeah. awful. Like, I'd rather watch paint dry. I want to watch Alabama. They, but the, what I told Ben, I told you, I said, man, that makes that fourth and goal at Auburn like 
the I mean that that whole play is their season. Incredible. If they end up winning the last yes. the national championship, like unbelievable. Now, here's an interesting fact. I already forget the guy's name. Do you remember who I sent that tweet this morning? It was an old NFL player, Maurice Claret. Maurice Claret. Yes. He tweeted. This is interesting. So, ESPN slash Disney signed like a three billion dollar deal beginning of the season. The SEC. All their promos for this deal and unlike their whatever it's Alabama's on there. Alabama is the only team Okay, go back to 2011 when it was just the two teams that was like the yeah. selection. Well, BCS. Yeah, a little BCS, but that Alabama is the only team that didn't win their conference to get into the national championship. And that was in 2011. That's and when then, they beat LSU. When they beat LSU and then now it's happened again. And they are the only team. Well, they won the conference this year. Yeah. Well, yes, you're right. But they got in over a 13-0. and 0. Yes. So, yes, they correct. They knocked so out it's the just only like, time an undefeated's never yeah, made it. Right, and somebody that also won their conference. So it's like, hey, Alabama's the darling of college football. They bring in the money. They, they bring in the ratings. It's not fair to FSU. They did everything they could. Uh, but as a consumer, as with eyeballs that as wants as to I'm watch. As far as FSU right, kick Nailed it. Yeah, yeah. right like, call. Like, listen, and back. It's I, a dog-eat-dog world out there. There's well, nothing fair. And I think we'd be insane to not bring up the committee does not want another 66 to 7 yes. Georgia TCU game again. It was 45 to 7 and then you also have Cincinnati who like just cried for years about not getting yes. the chance and they got in and got obliterated. Michigan like, State got obliterated one year. Uh you know th- there's been blowouts I think uh Alabama crushed Notre Dame in a national championship like at the end of the day like you talk about the consumer aspect of it this is about getting the best product on the field. And I've heard this argument a lot. It's not a playoff. It's an invitational. Okay, fine. Like, you've tasked humans with deciding it. This is not like the NFL where if you're a division winner, you make it. Yeah, like that's right. That's not what it is. That's a good point. It's an invitation. And honestly, this is the last year this is going to be a problem and this significant of a level. Oh, you're not going to be ticked off when 8-4 and Wisconsin doesn't get in? Hey. I'm just saying, you go. 13, or what about Boston? No, you College. go thirteen and zero from here on out. Guarantee here you got a spot. Yeah, I agree. All now, right. if you're Jordan Travis, feel bad for the guy. Yeah, you do. I mean, he said he wished he broke his leg earlier. I don't know if he really wished. No, he don't mean that. That's a little emotional. Um, all right, tech players in the transfer portal. We got ten names so far. We'll run through. Uh, offensive lineman Jonah Brewster, quarterback Hank Bogmeyer. We talked about Hammer and Hank, Hurricane Hank. Little bit, or, uh, probably, spent, Hank. probably spent a little too much time on his nickname beginning of the season. Hair Raid Hank. Yeah, we <laughs> did spend a little too much time on Hank uh, last week and all throughout the year. Uh, offensive lineman Carson Bruno. Offensive lineman Dakota White. Running back Charles Thornton. Wide receiver Cyrus Allen. Kicker Jacob Baby Barnes. Oh, it's a tough one. Offensive lineman Elijah Bowser. Wide receiver Matthew McAllister. And defensive tackle... Reggie Jones. Are you surprised? That's 10 names in the portal. Uh, it's not an outrageous amount of players by any stretch of the imagination. Are there going to be more? I would imagine at some point. And the reason I say this is this, Beck. You had 18 players honored on senior day, okay? Mm-hmm. You got 13 players committed right now, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. So you with those 18, you're replacing with 13. So that's five spots you got left for the portal. Mm-hmm. Bruno's gone in the portal. Dakota White's gone in the portal. That's gets you up to seven spots. Cyrus Allen goes in the portal. That gets you eight spots. Elijah Bowser goes in the portal. That gets you to nine spots. 
and then Reggie Jones gets you to 10 spots. Do you really think this team's only going to bring in 10 transfers? No, more than that. Okay. So that's why I say it's inevitable that more players were into the transfer pool. Now, will those be guys that you want, you know, you wanted to kind of push into the portal? Will they be guys that you didn't want to lose? I don't know. We'll find out at some point. And keep in mind, the portal's open from December 4th for 30 days. Yeah, so you got some time. You can just you can go home, hang out with the parents, talk about it a little bit. Oh, Christmas break. You know, I love this. Uh, <laughs> somebody tweeted, like, this is a season, like, the most common phrase ever. It's like, uh, oh, I forget the phrase. You know, talking about, like, you know, after much consideration and talking with my parents on prayer, I, you know, we decided to blah, blah. It's like, it's that season. Yeah. It, I saw a couple dudes uh, just say, hey, thanks for the good times. Deuces. I'm rolling out. I'm like, hey, just do that. There was a Southern Miss. They picked up a commitment today, and uh, he committed, and 45 minutes later he tweeted out, my recruitment's still open. Yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah, real committed, pal. Yeah. But, hey, I don't blame him. Like, Southern Miss kind of stinks. Yeah. Uh, okay, here's it, my thing. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I think we all expected a little bit to see Cyrus Allen leave. Right, wrong, and different. I think uh, that's what we a lot of expected. it. Definitely, yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of people. Oh, Cyrus Allen's not Trey Harris. It's not the point. Like he was good. He lost a talented receiver. Yeah, he was good. Uh, does it matter if Cyrus Allen goes to Mississippi State, as Joey Fresh likes to say, and has seventy-five catches? It doesn't matter. If like, he goes to Mississippi, what are we going to do? We got. I'm going to think that Joey Fresh can tell the future. Yeah. Um, and then the two big ones that I want to talk about. I've, well, first off, this. Jacob Barnes is a big loss. Like, yes, we we all understand that Buck Buchanan is supposed to be the GOAT. Like, I think we agree with that. Like, Buck can absolutely punish a football. At the same time, Jacob Barnes is a proven commodity. Right. And I think you and I have the understanding that Barnes was probably done with his career. Yeah, that's, I would say that's the only, only reason that... We brought him on the show. Well, that, that, and I think it's the only reason why I'm not, like... I'm not... It didn't feel like as big of a blow. Like I didn't think he was coming back anyways. Like, yeah. He'd been here for 12 years. he was honored years. on yeah. senior day. He's got the COVID. He's got the freshman. And I, and I think, the... too, I think, too, you got Buck coming in. Like, you know how good Buck can be. Yeah. At the same time, Barnes was really good. So, like, it is a loss in that sense. But I want to talk about Carson Bruno and Dakota White. We go all the way back to 2019. That's the last time Tex had a decent offensive line. And I don't know if you remember this guy. I call him the bowling ball Justin Henderson. Oh. He was he was he was number thirty three. Yeah, and he was good for a thirty three yard touchdown every single game. Yeah, and Justin Anderson could tote the rock. But my point is, we had a good offensive line in twenty nineteen. Since twenty nineteen, the offensive line has been at its best, like maybe slightly above average in either pass blocking or run blocking. It doesn't feel like consistently we put together great games in both phases of the offense. To lose Carson Bruno, 24 career starts at right tackle. To lose Dakota White, 35-plus starts at left tackle. You can sit here and you can tell me that Georgia loses 20 players to the transfer portal, that Ohio State lost Kyle McCord, that all these guys went into transfer portal from other schools. Cool. I don't follow Ohio State. I don't follow Michigan. I don't give a rat's behind how many games Kirby Smart wins. He wears a terrible visor. And his hairline stinks. At the G5 level, 
on the offensive line. What do I say about the transfer portal every year? When it comes to offensive linemen, if you can walk and chew gum, you got a job. You got a job. Anybody will offer you and give you the chance to come sit in there too deep. Yeah, I was going to say, there's nothing better than a little O-line depth, and everybody needs it, okay? Especially O-line depth with some game experience. That's a tough loss. Here's the deal. It's a tough loss for Tech, but it also tells a deeper story. What's it tell us? Bruno is a friend of the program. Had him on the show. Great interview. Uh, Shreveport kid. Bird High School. Shout out C.E. Stangham. Loves Tech. <laughs> Stangham. Isn't that what y'all say? <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, you got to love that offense we run, too, baby. Uh, Bruno loved Tech. He grew up watching them, wanted to play here, played here. Can't that's a problem like that. to me. It's a problem. Okay. It's a problem, Ben. Yeah. I mean, you can't lose a guy like that. Here's here's my concern. We, Like you said, about the, about the number of people you probably – and here's the deal. We talked about it last year. There's a bunch of guys that are about to enter the portal. Their Twitter says they're entering the portal. Uh, their phone call to their parents says, I got cut. Okay? <laughs> like, that's coming. That happens. Yeah, but, it does. hey, we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, so the coach says, hey, I'm going to need you to go in the portal. Like, I think it's probably in your best interest. I won't say the cut word, but you're getting cut. You but me. guys that transfer, ben, like, you don't transfer – I don't want to be harsh, but you don't transfer when you believe in what's going on. You don't transfer when you're turning a corner internally. You don't transfer when when, when you believe, like when you walk in that no, locker room and feel like, "Hey, I got a chance to no, do something hey, great." I, I think we'd be naive to sit here and say that uh, when you got starters, when you got dudes with pulses that are playing. I get transferring because you're not playing because we're in this world where we got to coddle everybody and like give them a chance. Like, sure. Get out of here. But dudes that are playing and then transferring, and not and not I, because they're blatantly going to get a bunch of NIL money. Well, and I think, too, that that's the hardest part of kind of what Sonny Cumbie's being faced with right now as far as, like, yes, you believe that you're moving the program forward, but on the flip side of that, it's inevitable that some guys are going to say, well, I only have two years left. I'm going to do this. I only have one year left. I'm jumping in the portal. I want to go see if I can play at XYZ level, like a Trey Harris did. Trey Harris knew he would catch 85 balls here, but he wanted to go challenge himself in the SEC. And I think that's why it's more difficult than ever to win at the G5 level, and it's why I've said for two years, maybe more now, that and listen, we sit here and we analyze games and we say this penalty stinks and you can't drop a ball on a punt return and I scream about twelve men on the field on a punt and all this stuff and I talk about quarterbacks that only complete forty six percent of their pass all this stuff. But I think a deeper layer to that, and I'm not talking about tech specifically by any means. I think at the G five level, I mean, you go to San Antonio right now. Trevez Moore had 14 sacks this year. He's in the portal. The culture aspect in the G5 right now, it doesn't get more important. Like That's like, why Scotty Walden may be, if the players buy into his high-energy 
stuff. Like, it may work. It might. I'm just, like, it, it's, it's, this, it's just, this, wor- this just worries me. I'm just concerned. I think it's happening probably all over the country if you're not, like, winning the division. But, man, tough tough deal, tough thing for a coach to overcome. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back. Let's look at this new subdivision in college football. Dunkin' Dogs also set to tip off at SFA. You listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. Every day is game day at the dugout in Ruston. Warm up with our bases loaded nachos and fried pickles. Make the call to the bullpen for that home run chili cheeseburger combo. And our chicken wings and chicken strips, well, they'll make you feel like an all-star. And you have to try our new Texas tacos. Plus, the dugout has the best frozen daiquiris in town. That's the dugout 2008 Champions Way in Ruston at the Ruston Sports Complex. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldog. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Check out the Courtesy Automotive family with Courtesy Direct. Click it, pick it, then come get it from our floor to your door. That's Courtesy Direct at buycourtesy.com. Shop 24-7 online or at two lots filled with seven of the leading brands. Chevy, GMC, Buick, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Jeep. The Courtesy Automotive family off I-20, exit 86, north and south of the interstate in Ruston. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Never forget that moment. As long as I live. It was a moment. It was a moment that changed my life. We looked down from the chopper and saw the whole area was flooded. At that moment, it really hit me. This is why I joined the guard. People had gone up to the rooftops to escape the rising waters. Talk about intense moments. We had to lower the guides on line some 30 feet down. This is where teamwork and training really paid off. It took steady nerves and steady hands for the chopper pilots to hover like that. No question, guard pilots are the best in the world. I couldn't believe it. I just saved a life. What could be better than serving the people of my hometown? In the National Guard, you serve your community as well as your country while you work or attend college. In return, you gain skills in which you can build a career and receive benefits that can help you pay for college. Learn more about what it means to be a citizen soldier at NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana National Guard, aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. We're back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Ains, John Tabor. Sports talk at 97.7. What are you smirking at? I mean, got a few texts in the personal line. They uh, they love the Stingham reference. That's my fault, Tabes. Do they? Yeah. I have a lot of friends who went to Burt. Oh, do you? Yeah. Uh, we know you sure yeah. don't. Uh... You know, I just I just thought of something about Bruno Stingham. Uh, that little bee found him a new hive, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to on over, found him a new queen bee. New queen bee. 
me. <laughs> same first name, got offered by TCU. Shout out to Sonny. Oh, Sonny Dykes. Sonny Dykes. It's interesting. Got him a new queen bee and just switched up the hives. All right. So this new NCAA president, Charlie Baker, he's a former, I believe he's a former congressman, so he's a big government guy. That tapes chuckles at that. Uh, has this new idea. And, and basically, we, we've all noticed, by the way, we got Chris Vanini coming up at The Athletic uh, in about 10 minutes. So we're going to talk a lot of Conference USA with Chris. But, so, the NCAA is trying to stay relevant. Like, they're trying to stay alive. Basically. And the way that he's doing it is he's created this new subdivision. And in their article, they reference that many universities, uh, or they say upper tier, I mm. think is how they phrase it, mm-hmm. have 20 sports and 400 student athletes. And under this new proposal, you would have to pay at least 200 of those student athletes 30 grand a year. And in turn, those same athletes would make 120 grand over the course of their four years in college. Man, I'd like red shirt. Yeah, give me one hundred fifty. Yep, I'd like a in, injured red shirt too. Medical. Yep, see if I can get buck eighty. Yeah, uh, but anyways, so they're trying to do this new deal. So two hundred players or student athletes, obviously, you enforce the Title Nine aspect of it. So the the ladies side gets paid as well, thirty grand a year. That'd be six million dollars. And here's a question I have for you: If Tech only has three hundred student athletes, and, and I'm gonna tell you all this, and you can tell me how you feel about it. I know you're in you know you're on a financial side of things a little bit. Right. So let's say Tech has 300 athletes. 150 of them want to you know you got to pay 150 of them. That's 4.5 million. Yep. Okay. So say Tech says, "All right, I'm in. 4.5 million, we're going to, you know, whatever. We're going to make some changes budget-wise, whatever. We're going to make our we're going to make we're going to get 4.5 million to our players and we're going to compete in this subdivision of college sports well my question would be if you do this are you still in the same boat that you're in now because Ohio State Michigan LSU Alabama Georgia they're not only going to pay 30,000 because that's the minimum they're going to pay 100,000 right so whereas right now, let's say Tech's playing a, paying a thousand dollars in NIL, they're paying ten thousand dollars. You know, those are just made up numbers, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. And so my question is, do you make that move and move to this new subdivision, but you're still really fighting the same battle that you're fighting now? And how important is it to you that you truly feel? that Louisiana Tech can win a national championship in football because next year, the 12-team playoff, technically, Tech can win a national championship. Because everybody else will be removed and in their little special conference? No, not no, no, not next year. But next year, the best G5 team gets into the 12-team oh, playoff. Like, oh, in real life. Yes, yes. So if you do this whole special comp, you're basically paying. A lot of schools will be paying to be – to still face the same problems, in my opinion, like you're gonna like yes, there's gonna be some teams that are paying thirty thousand a player, and there's gonna be some teams that are playing a lot 150. more. So you're there's still no gonna cap. It, yeah. they're gonna be a guy in there going, man, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna go to one of those schools in that sub conference 
And then it's going to be just a bidding war within that subconference, which is essentially what's going on now, except you have a better chance of winning now. Yes. Uh, and then you're going to – the people that aren't in that but subconference – But you feel like you can win a national championship. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And then there's the people that aren't in the subconference just became more irrelevant. So. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like – Because if you don't go into the subconference, you're essentially feeling like It's not going to be good State. for someone like Tech because we're not coming up with $4.5 million every year. You don't think so? No. No shot. So are we essentially – Yeah, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm being serious when I ask this. Like, if you choose not to pay the $4.5 million, and that's my made-up number, I, I don't know how many student-athletes Tech has on scholarship, but if you don't pay that money, are you essentially removing yourself from quote-unquote Division One football? And my next question would be, how does that affect you – from a donor standpoint in terms of them wanting to give money, knowing that you no longer play football at the highest level. Yeah, it's going to be a disaster. And then what do you do if 100 out of the 132, whatever it is, schools pony up and do it? And okay, you're like, that question was asked. What What do you do if, say, Liberty says we're competing in it, and we'll say Jacksonville State and Middle Tennessee and Western, those four schools say that they're doing it, and then Tech, FIU, UTEP, uh, you know, and a couple other teams in the league say, we're not doing it. What does that mean for your conference? And it sounds like the expectation or the hope is that everyone within a league says we're either in or we're out. But we all know how that works. That could lead to some possible reshuffling of the leagues as well. It would be interesting is if you go and say, okay, that league is everybody who wants NIL. If you're not in that league, no NIL. Yeah, that, no, I think that would be the alternative. Well, no, like you just have an agreement. Nobody's paying anybody. If they would all agree to that, there might be some that says we're not paying thirty thousand. No. We still want to give five. We'll pay twenty twenty nine thousand five hundred. That's right. I don't uh, know. It sounds okay, like a disaster and a complete waste of time. Yeah, and we don't know that this is necessarily going to get approved. But like I said, I think this is the NCAA trying to stay relevant. Let me ask you this: Are you in favor of a G five playoff? Point blank. No, this this is what I think needs to happen. I think we need to ride it out for a few more years. There'll be some regulations on NIL. There'll be some stuff will come down. It'll level back out okay. and go back, keep the 12-man playoff. That gives everybody a chance, gives them a shot. Gives them the hope. Gives them hope. See how that works. NIL is going to come back down. Like this whole takes $2 million, $1.5 million to get a decent quarterback. You don't, like, buy, it. You don't buy that it's going to stick. I mean, I say that. I don't think it will. Because now, like we had this conversation this morning, was around the water cooler at the office, if you will. But it you used got a big water cooler. Yeah, music we, we got guy? a couple of them. Yeah, okay. it's uh, it used to be you know twenty two, twenty one year olds getting ready to get paid. Okay, yeah. now you got like legitimate sixteen, seventeen year olds knowing I'm about to get paid. Yeah, if I'm a five star, I'm about to get paid. Yeah, okay, like that means their families gonna come into some money. Okay, like you you've backed that all up four years. Okay. I'm going to say it again, like 16, 17-year-old guys, you know, being like, that's going to, this is a, this is a problem. Yeah. And let me ask you this. If you're Vanderbilt, if you're Illinois, if you're Mississippi State, like, what, what are you doing? Because you know it, it's going to be no different than it is now. 
like LSU, Ohio State, they're going to invest more in NIL. Whatever, if you say we're investing six million, they're going to invest fifteen million. That's what, yeah. Like basically, it just keeps the money as a revolving door to where it never ends. If I'm being honest. Yeah, and I think there's eventually it's just going to like eventually universities are going to realize like this is not worth like we're not getting the return. Yeah, I would think. Or you people are going to start, you know. You're going to have players flip-flopping so much. Uh, fans aren't going to be engaged because they don't know who's who. Are, are are the teams that go to the subdivision and pay the money, are they even going to recruit high school kids anymore? I don't know that we can say that they will. I think everybody's so focused on NAO and they're forgetting that like outside of the P5 schools, like fan bases are going to disintegrate. Dwindle. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead. Real quick, Dogs 5, Jacks 4 at the under 16. All right, appreciate the tapes. You listen to Bleed Tape Blue Radio. Chris Vanini up next. We'll be back right after this. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is Anna Robertson with the Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Wake up. Did you know? Wake up and hear what you've been missing. It's the Nick Brown Show. Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 a.m. on 97.7. Follow Nick on Twitter, Facebook, and listen online. Wake up. Join us this Saturday. It's the Nick Brown Show, 8 to 10 a.m. Saturdays on 97.7. As summer comes to a close, you may have a kid heading off to school. That's a great reason for a complete car checkup from Walpole Tire and Service. They'll diagnose check engine lights and service everything from brakes to shocks and suspensions. And if that car needs tires, you'll find big rebates on the largest selection of name brand tires, including Goodyear, Bridgestone, Firestone, Continental, and more. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Hey, DQ fans, the leaves are changing, and that only means one thing. The new fall blizzard treat menu's here. Dip it into the season with returning favorites like Snickerdoodle Cookie Dough, Pumpkin Pie, Oreo Hot Cocoa, Caramel Fudge Cheesecake, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Pie, and the Choco Dipped Strawberry. Or get your marshmallow on with the new Royal Reese's Flutter Nutter. That's seven crave-worthy treats, and they're only at participating DQ locations. We're happy it tastes good. Want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC. Beck Hayes, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. Always love catching up with the athletics. Chris Vanini. Chris, thanks for taking some time to join us tonight. Yeah, no problem, guys. Uh, we were just talking in the previous segment. Obviously, I, I've seen you on Twitter today discussing it a lot. Uh, Charlie Baker, the head of the NCAA, uh, has created this new proposal, uh, basically a, a subdivision of college football, uh, allowing the schools to directly pay their, their athletes. I, I guess my, my question to you would be, what were your initial thoughts on the proposal? Well, 
Well, you know, it is always surprising the first time you see the NCAA propose an idea for the schools to pay the players directly after, you know, a century of not allowing that. So that was, that jumped out. But the other part was that this is the NCAA trying to get ahead of things a bit and try to get back some control. There are some lawsuits in the pipeline that could kind of blow up college sports, could make athletes employees and stuff like that. And if the NCAA is going to be asking Congress for federal NIL legislation, it has to show Congress that it has a plan. So my read on this was, all right, the NCAA has this proposal. It's not agreed upon. It's a long process to figure that out. But they can go to Congress and say, look, we have this idea to pay the players. We have things under control. Can you give us this antitrust exemption so we can move forward and do something? So it's the first proactive move by the NCAA to try to get a, to try to get control of things. In terms of a timeline, do, do we ever see this thing speeding up as far as how some of this legislation or how some of these things work themselves out? It just feels like everything takes forever within college athletics that deals with the NCAA. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's very early in the process, and this is a, you know, this will have to go through various legislative channels and, and get a lot of feedback. And, you know, the feedback so far from schools and commissioners has been mixed, so it's hard to say. Um, I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't give you a timeline because we don't even have a lot of the specifics. It, it's really just a framework to kind of start from. And, 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 and talk things out and go from there. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so I want to jump into Conference USA. Obviously, uh, we got the news on Sunday that, that Liberty uh, will get a chance to play in the Fiesta Bowl against Oregon. Uh, first year in Conference USA for Liberty. They go 13-0. and Obviously, a lot of changes within the league. Uh, Liberty, New Mexico State had a tremendous year. Sam Houston State, Jacksonville State's going to a bowl. So uh, it's been a pretty good year uh, on the gridiron, all things considered. I guess my first question, uh, how would you evaluate the conference in, in the first year of, I guess, Conference USA 4.0? Well, it, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. I, I, I mean, those midweek games on ESPN, uh, I watched a good amount of them because it was the only football going on at that time. So that was... You know, that as part of the new TV deal was a good setup. Uh, and, and Liberty was was a good team. And, and Caden Salter's an electric player. They got better as the season went on. New Mexico State, by the end of the year, turned out to be a really good team. So it's just, even without Liberty getting the bid, this is the most I think people have watched and paid attention to Conference USA in quite some time. Liberty, 13-0. and Obviously, a lot was talked about within the league as far as uh, they didn't play a Power 5 team. We saw the the ramp up, especially after SMU knocks off Tulane on Saturday. Uh, did you think that Liberty was deserving of the New Year's Six Bowl invitation? I was really 50-50 on it. Like, I, I could have gone both ways, and that's why I didn't really, you know, write any columns or say this team deserves it over that, you know, as opposed to Florida State. I just They both had a really good case. You know, Liberty had a very, very weak schedule. SMU had two losses, but, you know, SMU played two Power 5 teams but didn't beat them. So if you compare the other games, what do you got? You got a win over Tulane, a win over Memphis on SMU side. You got a win. You got two wins against New Mexico State on Liberty side. Like, it, it was close. I was ultimately surprised. I thought the committee would go with SMU uh, because of the teams they beat in the last couple of weeks. 
The computers really like them. Like they're much higher in, in all kinds of metrics. So I was ultimately surprised, but I don't think Liberty was undeserving of it by any means. All right, Chris, we're two years into this NIL thing. Um, can you talk a little bit? Like, I, I just want your opinion on, on what do you think NIL has done for college football? Do you like it um, from a P5 to a G5 standpoint? Do you think it's been good for college football, or do you think it's headed in a direction that's a, a little out of control? No, I, I mean, it was something that had to happen. I mean, the fact that Charlie Baker came out and did what he did today just goes to show, like, college Sports and football had been very, very behind on players getting at least some sort of share of the money that they produce and are, are worth. Uh, so, so that's a positive. I think you just you, it, it's hard to separate the two, but it's really the transfer portal part that that is the bigger impact that I think people see. And then NIL just kind of ramps that up. You know, when you see a lot of really good Group of Five quarterbacks going into the portal and you got some really good teams that lose their good players. It's tough. You know, like, it, it legitimately is tough. But you can't blame a kid if, you know, this is where NIL comes in. Hey, he, he can go to some other school. Or they're going to offer him a lot of money. And maybe that's money his family needs. Maybe that's life-changing money. You know, like, like it, 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 it's really hard to blame the kids for doing that. And the group of five schools that are going to succeed in the long run are the ones that understand that and are prepared to lose those players and on the flip side, can bring in the, the, the Power 5 players that are trickling down. The majority of transfers are going down, not up. They're, they're, they're either going equal or they're going uh, down. Like it's, it's, Most are not moving up. You know, So that's where you can find a lot of kids um, who maybe recruited out of high school, but then they didn't consider you because they were a four-star kid, but they're not playing at their school, and now they might consider you. That's just what – it's a lot more work for schools that don't have a lot of resources, but that's kind of the way it, it, it's going now. Uh, last question, we'll let you get out of here. Obviously, got the news last week in terms of Conference USA adding Delaware to the fold. Uh, I guess a two-part question. Your thoughts on the league adding Delaware? Obviously, they've had a lot of success at the FCS level. And then secondly, uh, how many more FCS schools do you see eventually moving up, or, or do we ever get this thing, quote-unquote, capped at the FBS level? Well, I, talk, I talked to Judy McLeod before the season, and, and she said they thought 12 would be a good number. Um, and I think if you look at who they've added, it's a pretty good track record. I mean, yeah. New Mexico State Liberty uh, just played for the championship. Jacksonville State won eight or nine games it was. Uh, so, th- so that's a pretty good hit rate so far. And you look at Delaware. It's a, it's a program that has a lot of resources. It's got uh, facilities. It's got money. It's got donors. It's got a history. Um, very much in the mold of a James Madison coming up. You know, this is, it's not a school with potential or this or that. or a, you know, No, it's, it's a school that has done it at a high level at that level for a long period of time. So from that sense, it made a lot of sense. They want schools that are ready to make the move. So in terms of what's next, you probably think there's maybe one more spot. And I think UMass would make a lot of sense for a number of reasons. Uh, one, it would be a travel partner for Delaware. It's already FBS football. Uh, but two, it wouldn't have to pay the $5 million fee to move up to FBS. That was a new thing that got implemented in October. And there's not a cap on FBS, but it's a lot harder to move up now. It's a lot more expensive to move up. So UMass wouldn't have to pay that because they're already an FBS school. So I think that's a real possibility. But UMass was a founding member of the A-10, the Atlantic 10 Conference. 
they'd have to bring everybody. I don't think Conference USA is interested in just the football team because the football team's not very good. So uh, we'll we'll see on that. But I think this Charlie Baker proposal kind of throws another wrench into a lot of things because uh, not that they're going to split off, but the way we look at the group of five and and, and how it splits is um, going to be different moving forward. No doubt about it. Well, Chris, we appreciate you taking some time to join us tonight. Uh, if any of our listeners want to follow your work at The Athletic, where can they find that at? Yeah, just uh, at Chris Vinny on every social media platform uh, and then theathletic.com. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Yep, thanks for having me. Chris Vanini joining us with the athletic quick update from Nacogdoches. SFA leads Louisiana Tech 10-8. to uh, Man, those Lumberjacks, they play some hard defense. I like to rate you a little bit. Yeah, they've been in the they've been in the big dance a few times last year. Yeah, week. yeah, they've been in the big dance. Uh, oh, bad pass. Oh, oh Bacho! <laughs> you can't, can't score on Bacho. <laughs> you, you heard Lynn Rollins about Bacho, yeah. have you? Bacho, Bacho, man. <laughs> Let me tell you something about Lynn Rollins. He's a legend, but Lynn Rollins. I don't love the old the old uh, all the old jokes that he makes. You don't Dad, like you it. You a big fan of Rollins? Up and kiss that baby goodbye. Look, 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 look. Lynn Rollins is an institution. The end. That's you, really choose, how you feel. Choose your words Are you carefully. surprised? Are you surprised? Tapes is an old soul. That, 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 ben, that's he I am. I am. Ben, no, that's you I was want, just going. He gets older get and older a every combo week. Combo of Uncle Lynn and Uncle Vern together. You Danielson. Kiss you'd kiss. You're him. out. You would bring Uncle Vern with Lynn on Saturday on CBS tapes? I, I got issues with you. I'm thinking more of the Jefferson Pilot morning game, but hey. The old 3 o'clock game, afternoon, yeah. you know? I just... I understand that Lynn's a legend in this state. A bacho Bacho Man's pretty good. We It was low-hanging fruit, and he had to take it. He took it. He took it. Oh, man. All right, we got a lot to discuss coming up after the break. I, I want to discuss Chris's thoughts on Liberty, on Conference USA. He mentioned he talked to Judy as well. It's a mm. bold soul. You're listening to Bleed Tape Blue Radio. Sports Talk 97.7. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldog. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. It's bow time. Get fired up tonight because Bojangles has your family meal covered. Always scratch made, always by hand. Not in a microwave oven, but an oven oven. Biscuits baked 49 steps fluffy, chicken marinated 12 hours bold, and more fresh made fixings to choose from. We've got the cooking tonight so you can enjoy more time with your family and more home cooking for your money. Order your family meal on the app tonight. It's bow time. Bojangles is now offering bone-in chicken on Louisville Avenue in Monroe and Farmville Highway in Ruston. Attention Bulldog baseball fans, the time is now to renew your season tickets for the 2024 campaign. The deadline for existing Bulldog baseball season ticket holders to reclaim their seats is December the 15th. Just call the LaTeX ticket office at 318-257-3631. 
Coach Lane Burroughs and the Dogs' home schedule features 31 games at the Love Shack, including a three-game series against Southern Miss and 15 CUSA contests. Season ticket holders are guaranteed the chance to purchase tickets for the 2024 CUSA tournament hosted at J.C. Love Field from May 22nd through the 26th. Be sure to ask about premium group sales areas, including the Hot Corner, the Home Plate Suite, and the brand new Bulldog Backstop located on the concourse behind Home Plate. Jump on the lane train for what should be a fun Diamond Dogs ride in 2024. Call 318-257-3631 today. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back, Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC. Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Sports Talk at 97.7 FS. Chimes in and says, I remember when Lynn Rollins was a mediocre sports broadcaster at Channel 5 in Alexandria. Well, FS, he's still the same in my book. Uh, John oh, John Tabor, John Tabor's the one putting him in the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame. Probably already Chase. in there, honestly. Unbelievable. Isn't he already in? And if not, he darn sure should be. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Yeah. I, it doesn't do it for me, guys. I'm sorry. It, it doesn't do it for me. All right, Beck. I got to ask you. Okay. Um. Chris is a G5 guy with the athletic. And he said, by the way, this show's flying by, but he said that he had it either way, Liberty and uh, SMU, as far as going to the... What was news. SMU's record? 11-2. and two. Okay. And I, I think the committee had it that way. I think Liberty finished 23, SMU finished 24. Here's my thing, though. I just think, regardless of who you play... And, and honestly, this is a little bit back to Florida State and Alabama. Like, except Bama only had one loss. But, like, when you're comparing Liberty and another school, like, to me, two losses is far more significant than, than one. one loss. Right. If this is SMU with one loss, they probably get in. And they also said that, you know, FSU got docked for having a backup quarterback. Well, SMU was on a backup quarterback. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, I just think for me, and listen, you sit here and you open the show and you bag on Judy and you bag on Conference USA and you say the league is terrible, blah, blah, blah. But, like, for the league to get into a New Year's Six Bowl for the first time, I mean, you know what? Like, how long have they been in the league, Ben? For like 14 minutes? Uh, good. We need them to rep okay, our league cool. from well, the Well, sorry if I'm not standpoint. like, when I think of Conference USA, I think of Liberty. Well, like, who just, do you think of, UTEP, Tech? Honestly, yes. Wow! How exhilarating. You're going to blow up Tabe's mic. I don't care. I got I just Donald and Monroe like, sitting there agreeing with Tabe's on Lynn Rollins. Where was Liberty before Conference USA? Independent? Yeah. Okay, so Hugh Freeze, Ben. It's like picking up the star player on your son's basketball team, and then y'all win the ship because he scored fifty-seven points. You got to be like, I, I gave that kid a ride. <laughs> okay, like, so you think we can't even uh, yeah, we, claim Liberty? Really, we piggyback. We are so bandwagon 
fan or conference conferencing. Okay, liberty. but then I sit here on Saturdays and listen to you bandwagon about SEC, SEC. I don't, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> but How I mean, I, I mean, though? it's a, it's pretty different. If you're independent for I don't know how long they've been independent, like five or six years. Okay. And then you join a conference, well, the worst one in the in college football. Well, the only one that would take them because Judy was and smart then, enough. And then you, well, congrats to Judy. Then you dominate a terrible conference with terrible teams. Uh, we had two ten win teams in this league. And then you go the other one, just join the conference too. Uh, you don't like New Mexico State? Well, I'll give them shout out to them. They, but all I'm saying, Ben, is I just don't, like I'm not like. Man, Conference USA, pat them on the back. No, they not, did no, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm saying that from a public perception standpoint, this is huge for Conference USA. I, I'm not saying it doesn't help. No, I'm not saying, I don't know if they can beat Oregon. I think the general population that doesn't follow, okay, the average fan probably is just now learning that Liberty is in Conference USA. They've been that irrelevant. I think so. So they're like, oh, gosh, they're in Conference USA. And then they go, well, let me pull them up. I look them up, they're like, oh, gosh. There's two good teams and the rest of it's atrocious. Like, like what is, like what league getting like that? I mean, some players. Like you got Miami. I, you got Michigan you and Ohio State. Who you want to play Minnesota? No, you think there's players being like, hey, Tech's recruiting me. I remember they're in the same conference as Liberty, who's in a New Year's Six Bowl. I'm yes! going to Tech. No yes. shot. Let's go to the hotline. Got our good buddy Cookie joining us. Cookie, what you got? Cookie left. Sounds like we lost Cookie. Call us back, Cookie. He he heard I was. He probably just found out Liberty was in Conference USA. That's what happened, and he was like, <laughs> "He might be." I gotta to call go. the boys. Um, FS says Rollins' career is a tribute to his persistence rather than his talent. Um, that's what they said about their <laughs> baseball career. Who knew? <laughs> true. Who knew that Lynn Rollins would become a huge, massive uh, discussion on Bleed Tech Blue Radio? All right. This is the off season. You think okay. you think BC should get a shot at ESPN Plus? I do. I'm a big fan. Big fan of of uh, old BC. Donald and Monroe says uh, SFA has us in the bonus already. Shout out to you, Lumberjacks. They they look like they're playing with a lumberjack out there, like a hacksaw. I hope you took the under. It's a lot of Tech twelve Lumberjacks. 10. Yeah. With eight minutes to go in the first half. Yeah, this is definitely going to hit the under. There's uh, no doubt about that one. Oh man! I, right. I mean, I'm, I'm. Do I? Am I? If I had a choice, yeah, I would want Conference USA to be in a New Year's Six Bowl. I just don't think it's like boosting the conference like you think it is. I right, got a question for you. Let's transition. Uh, trying to, trying to. Let me see. Let's stay basketball. I, I was going to do some baseball, but I want to stay with basketball. Take basketball off to a six and two start. How big would it be? For Eric Wood and his staff to have a Talvin Hester team win 23-24 games, we get into late February, we're competing for a regular season title just from a fan base perspective. I mean, it's it's like it's like the the, the door is open, you know? Like, this is a chance. Like, everybody's coming off a couple of pretty rough football seasons. Looking, yeah, well, looking to be excited about something with Tech. Isaiah Crawford for three! Uh, this is your chance, basketball. You got a lot of people that are TO'd. Well, and two, you know, I don't know. I, I just, and, and I come on the show every week and we talk our little bit about basketball. And sometimes, you know, one day we're going to try to get some players in here in studio. Right. I think that would give our we fans. We tried tonight, but they were busy. 
Yeah, they had a game. They wouldn't leave anybody behind for a radio interview. Uh, we tried. I'm about to start getting some uh, Diamond Dogs in here, though. You think? Yeah, it's time. Uh, you got any targets? I got to go look at the roster, learn some names, okay. and then I'm going to be targeting. But I, I think it's a golden opportunity for basketball because, and I say this in, in all seriousness, like, you go back to Eric Conkles last year when they played for the conference championship. Like, yeah, we were all excited, but, like, we'd been good at basketball and football for a while. Yeah. Football's been bad for three years. You could probably inc- include the COVID year, too. And so it hasn't really galvanized the fan base. I think if you were good in basketball, you would get a, even an additional bump from a fan support standpoint. We might see 6,000 in that. You think? Thomas Symbolist Center. I, hey, Beck, you're already going to games. Yeah, I went to, I've, already, I've been to one game this year, which is one more game than I went to last year. Yeah. I had a baby. True. That's a good point. We both did. Well, I didn't have one in February. All right, let's change this in baseball. This segment, wow. 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 Been on a lot of different spots. <laughs> uh, baseball team released their schedule. All right, let me tell you the home games. 31 home games out of 56 games. So 31 home games, three neutral site games in Sugarland, Texas. Okay, you can go if you want. Yes, and then you have 22 road games. So home games, you ready? Yep. Northern Colorado, four-game series. The Golden Bears. Yes. I actually saw today Northern Colorado launched a collective. Oh, good for them. Must be loading up on the diamond. Uh, Kent State. Okay. I believe they were in Omaha about 10 years ago. Basketball school. Uh, Battle at the Ballpark. That's in Sugarland, Texas. you got Army Creighton Air Force. Oh, a little tournament. A little Duncan. Diamond Dogs are tight with Air Force. Like to play Air Force. Why is that? Uh, I, Coach Kaz over Friends there. Friends of the program. Yeah, Coach Kaz does a great job with that Air Force program. Well, we, that's like that's like military weekend. You got Air Force and Navy, Army, Army. Yeah, yep. Tapes is the Naval Academy play baseball. Mm, yeah, I think so. okay. I was just wondering. Yeah, I think so. Still yeah, okay. Colonial, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'd probably be their ace at thirty-two years old. Um, <laughs> uh, Xavier okay. in for a two-game home series in the midweek. Those Golden Eagles Let's come go. to town in early March. Hey, is is uh, is is Dusty still around? Dusty's gone. No, where'd yeah. he go? The league? Uh, I think Orioles. Oh, sure, sure. Let me sure. tell you something. He ain't making it. If the wife's listening right now, I ain't going to be around the house March 8th through the 10th. Where are you going to be at the games? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Got a home series. By the way, first five weekends of the year, Texas at home for four series and has one neutral site series. Northwestern State comes to the Shack for a three-game series. Actually, five of the first six weekends, dogs are at home. Open conference play with Jacksonville State at home. Also got a home series with Middle Tennessee. Also got a home series with Sam Houston and a home series with Western. That's pretty good. You feel good about it? Yes. I will say I don't love that you got road series at Liberty and at Dallas Baptist. I don't know if you saw Dallas Baptist last year. Boys can pitch. Okay. They can pitch a little bit. Uh, And then finally... So, Conference USA has a little different setup this year. UTEP doesn't play baseball. I don't know why. Maybe yeah. Scotty Wallen's going to coach the baseball team. Uh, but, middle of conference play, you take a weekend off, and you know where you go to? Tucson, Arizona to play Ooh. the Wildcats. Ooh. Yeah. Should be an interesting game for Lane Burroughs and Diamond Dogs. Okay. A couple, three games. Okay. You know what they play in out in Tucson? The Sun? Graveyard. Really? Yep. So you were totally wrong about Dustin Dickerson. Who's he play for? <laughs> Hammond Parker, Sharon Walker. Royals? Yep. 
Sharing a locker. Sharing a locker is what I hear. He's, he's in the high A, I guess. Affiliate. I don't know what that means. Oh, the River Bandits. That's where uh, Parker played with the River Bandits. Yeah, didn't he did. He? Yeah, he did. Uh, How does he do? He's got, in the 2023 stats, 117 at-bats, 28 hits. Okay. It's How many cuss words? 239 average. How many cuss words? I don't know. A lot. Okay. So he's pretty average. Yeah. Yep. He's average. Uh, do you wish that we – okay, by the way, Lane Burroughs said that Tech will return that trip to Southern Miss next season. Uh, that's your favorite baseball rivalry? Oh, my gosh. Easily. It's my favorite Tech sports moment so you of my life. So you wish we getting back in the Sun Belt. If we could play them 56 games a year, I'd be all about it. You wouldn't get tired oh, of it? No. <laughs> Uh, unnamed texter said, now that you mention it, wouldn't it be great for Wood's coaching <laughs> hours to have some success? Hey, hey, easy. Easy. We love Eric Wood. Friend of the program. Friend of the program. Friend of the program. I- I'll tell you this. As Tech leads SFA 17-10 to 10 tapes, I know I'm behind your TV over there, you old whippersnapper. Uh, I feel like... That's pretty Bacho, sick. Bacho, man. Bacho, 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 man. Wow. Well, I, I know why Lynn Rollins says it. Like, that is, that is incredible. <laughs> wow. Can, I do, change, it Can I do it again? One more time. You go for it. Bacho, 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 man. Man, that's awesome. Like, that is awesome. Man. Who, who are you most excited about on the baseball team this year? Jonathan Fincher. No. Oh, never mind. He's, he's back. Not, he's not back for your team. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I think Lane Burroughs has mentioned numerous times just about the age of the team. Uh, a lot like basketball. You know, it, it's an older team. Uh, you look at the infield, George Corona, Jorge Corona, George Corona. Hmm. Uh, he's back. You also got Dalton Davis back. You got Ethan Bates back. You signed Michael Ballard from a Division II school, All-American, shortstop. Caston Fur comes in. Yep, transfer from UNO. Yep. Don't know local if you've heard. Local kid. Local kid. Hey, there's anything fans love. It's good, a local kid. Good local kid. Um, also got, let me think, uh, you got our boy Logan McLeod. Yeah, we had Friend of the program. Yep, we had we need to get him back. Yep, we need See to get if he's him gotten back. any taller. Is he short? Was he short? I think he was short. Did About he just, six foot. Did he just weigh 120 pounds? Well, not everybody's six foot seven like you. Okay. Um, let's see what else we got. Oh yeah, we got to get Casting in probably. Local kid. Yeah, got to get the local guy. He's starting right. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Uh, oh, by the way, got to mention this one. Cole McConnell's back. Oh, he's going to drop some tanks out there to the right center. He field. is T.O.'d. You think? Oh. He's a little jacked up. Yep. A little jacked up. All right, let's go ahead and take our final timeout. If you're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. 
This is Anna Robertson with The Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender member FDIC. As summer comes to a close, you may have a kid heading off to school. That's a great reason for a complete car checkup from Walpole Tire and Service. They'll diagnose check engine lights and service everything from brakes to shocks and suspensions. And if that car needs tires, you'll find big rebates on the largest selection of name brand tires, including Goodyear, Bridgestone, Firestone, Continental, and more. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Hey, DQ fans, the leaves are changing, and that only means one thing. The new fall blizzard treat menu's here. Dip it into the season with returning favorites like Snickerdoodle Cookie Dough, Pumpkin Pie, Oreo Hot Cocoa, Caramel Fudge Cheesecake, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Pie, and the Choco Dip Strawberry. Or get your marshmallow on with the new Royal Reese's Flutter Nutter. That's seven crave-worthy treats, and they're only at participating DQ locations. We're happy it tastes good. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries, just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Oh my gracious! Oh. Bacho packs it off the glass. Bacho, Bacho man! And Devin Ree for three on the other end. This is just beautiful. Beck, I gotta tell you. You excited about them, dog? Road like. game next year at NC State, BC and Beck live on Facebook. <laughs> if you're wanting to sponsor, it's only a thousand bucks. Per person. Per person. Oh, I think it'd be epic. Throw in an extra thousand, we bring tapes. Possible. Well, possible. I might take twelve hundred on that one. All right. Twelve hundred and some tacos. Tapes is there. Right. Uh gotta ask you this. This is getting personal. Okay. How much do you miss playing in bowl games? I knew that was coming. I know it's a low blow. Oh, you know, I've thought a lot about this, and I do miss bowl games, Ben. I know. But I do feel like every one of those teams that we went to a bowl with could have won the ship, and that's where I was disappointed. Okay. Now, I don't like settling for bowl games, but I really don't like not even making them. And I really don't not like not even making them by three games. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's a double whammy. I mean, just not even close. No. Here's the deal: Would you rather go three and nine, or would you rather lose the last game of the season for five and seven? Mm. Miss out on the bowl game. I predicted earlier you, this you, year that it was going to come down to the Jacksonville game. State game. And right. let's just be really glad that it didn't. <laughs> if it would have came down to 522 on the ground, I think I'd have lost it. Old dogs didn't get off the bus. <laughs> I think I would have lost it. If we were playing for a bowl and gave up 522 oh, on the, the board, would have imploded. <laughs> uh, well, Beck, apparently the board is just Mr. Negative these days oh. from what I've heard. From what you've heard. <laughs> yeah, or read. Yeah. 
But yeah, I would like to get back to a bowl game. Yeah, that's on my Christmas wish list for twenty twenty four. Uh, and I just I'll probably throw in there. Need I, to go to the gym. I, I don't I don't know a lot about a lot, but I'll tell you one thing I do know is it's going to have to be uh, some serious overhaul within the program. Uh, do you think we should have thirty players in the portal? We just should because have. We need to go to the portal. We should have. We should have a lot of new dudes come in, and a lot of dudes that were better than our other We had dudes. 40 new players last year. We've added 86 new players over the last two years. You don't need another 86. Wow, that'd be a Dion-type roster overhaul. It's, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not – it's going to be hard. I need to be optimistic for next year, and I'm just – I'm struggling. I'm, if I'm have being looked, honest, I'm an honest guy. I'm have struggling. you looked at the non-conference slate yet? No, I'm terrified to look at – Anything. Nickel State at home. Are they good? Division two. Oh, I know. Are they good? Uh, they made the uh, FCS tapes. Does that offend you that I say Division two? Football championship division. Golly. Um, Tulsa at home. Go sleep on Tulsa. NC State on the road. <laughs> Tommy oh. Tanks. Tommy Tanks. <laughs> and Arkansas on the road. Oh. Woo Pig. Woo Pig. I think Woo Pig, this is really weird, but I think how the schedule sets up that Arkansas might be the last game of the year. Really? Yeah. The one we Which need to win odd. to get into a bowl is what you're saying. Well, we might with the way Sam Pittman's going. I like it. You like that? So I think it's like a little. Tapes. I think, will we be playing for a bowl or will we be playing for win number three? Three's optimistic, Taves. Three is the magic number. I think we're looking for nine and three next year, guys. Uh, but I'll say this. A nine and a three or or nine and three? Dogs with a double-digit lead now. Yes, dogs up 26-15 after a baby back fadeaway jumper from Isaiah Crawford. You ever heard of the baby back fadeaway? No. It's a short shot, but a it's a fadeaway. Short, okay. Uh, but... I'll say this. I think it's a scheduling quirk as far as how the calendar sets up that that game became our last game of the year. So, optimistic. Are about you breaking it. that news, or is that no, it's uh, public knowledge? No, I okay. guess it's public knowledge. And who knows? Maybe we can play Kennesaw. Hopefully, we get them on the schedule. Their first team in the league. All right, been a fun show tonight. I want to thank Chris Vanini with the Athletic for joining us. Uh, I want to thank you for joining us. Duncan Dogs up twenty eight seventeen. We're nearing halftime in Nacogdoches. You're listening. to or you've been listening to Bleed at Tech Blue Radio for John Tabor, for Beck Haynes. I'm BC. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. Brought to you by... Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Join us every Tuesday at 6 p.m. with your host Ben Carlisle on the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. It's Mike Harmon. What else do you need? It's the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. This is a story you may not like. Putting the sports world on their back. I had a dream about Zach Wilson. Weeknights at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. When you wake up...
We're already awake. I got up and I did not shower. Ew. When you go to sleep, well, we'll be watching. Whoa, Colin! Why? Pop! Because we're the friend that you can't get rid of. People really underestimate my willingness to go home. We're that